Yo, 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 it's X. Welcome to the show. We got your boy Cam. We got your boy Eris Brown from Hampton. He's a midfielder. He, he plays across. This is his first year, and he so happens to be the son of Jim Brown. Cam, what you want to tell the people? You got anything? You want to plug anything before we get started? Uh, first off, before we start, man, shout out to the GOAT, Jim Brown, and the mini GOAT, his son. Shout out to them, man. And Eris, tell us, um, how is it at Hampton right now? I know it's going through COVID. I know you have a closed campus, but how is it so far? You know, it's going pretty well. Um, you know, all, right now we're just doing online. So we're just, you know, it's it's cool. Like at first it was a little annoying, but like we're going to be at campus in August. So I'm just looking forward to that. And, um, you know, the lacrosse team is just meeting once a week going over some things watching film someone that when we get to campus we got to know like what we have to do and stuff like that so it's going pretty well it's going pretty well so even uh gelling with the team would you say is it still going yeah well? okay. yeah exactly I'm, I'm guessing you guys have to do your own thing almost kind of like just hang out with each other via like i guess online or like try to do you have any friends do you have any like teammates that are nearby at all or so I don't have any teammates nearby, but, you know, we have some guys that are from Dallas, so they kind of work with each other. Okay. And uh, we have guys all over the place, some in Virginia, Pennsylvania, you know, all over. So some of them live close, some of them, you know, like me, don't. So the guys that don't kind of have to do, do their own thing. Word, word, word. Cam, you got anything? Um... I do have a question, though. What are your main motivations for playing your sport? Like, you know, does anything motivate you, you know, that drives you every day to go to practice and to perform well? I think the biggest thing for me that motivates me to, you know, continue training through this period is, like, I want to win. Like, I don't want to be the Division One team that doesn't win. My, like I'm competitive, like within, like whatever I'm doing, I'm going to try to do my best at it. Like if it's, you know, a small little competition with some friends, like playing some pickup or, you know, playing a championship, I'm going to, you know, want to do my best. So I got to put in the work to, to do that. Definitely. That sounds like me and Xavier, man. Without a doubt, without a doubt. Like, um, so where'd you go to high school? Uh, I went to Sierra Canyon. Word and how are you guys in uh, lacrosse? I mean, they're they're known on the you know on ESPN for the basketball, but how are yeah. they? In, how are they in lacrosse? We were you know we were pretty good. We we um when I got to high school, we won our league almost or every year. Yeah. So we were pretty good. Uh, you know, we have some guys playing at um, you know, D one schools all over like Lehigh, Bucknell. Yeah. Stuff like that. So, you know, because in California in general, like lacrosse isn't the biggest sport. It's grown a lot. So it's kind of like a lot of some of these high schools have just started up a lacrosse program. Got you. That makes uh, sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um how did um how did your high school prepare you for um the next level? So my high school is like a college preparatory high school. So we our classes were like, you know, they were pretty challenging. 
which was a little annoying when I was in high school. But getting into college, you see, like, how if you did – if I didn't have those classes, I would be, like, struggling, you know? You'd be out of luck. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Just, like, the small details of, uh, you know, let's say just the format of your essay or – the title stuff like that like just having everything perfect because at my high school they were really nitpicky about things like that right because you know in college you're not going to get that second chance to resubmit things and things like that like once you set like submit it it's done so what would you say was your favorite subject definitely history definitely history uh i always had a love for history i actually got the history award for my whole like class uh in my sophomore year which was like a big thing in our school yeah because each department um had like an award for like the best student in that you know department yeah so i was really like that was like probably the biggest accomplishment i liked a lot uh during high school oh i feel that dude i love history um I, I think that it's very important to preserve history because a lot of times people forget history and then they think that everything's new. And it's like, bro, a lot of this stuff that's happening now has already happened, but you're like freaking out. So exactly, yeah, history puts a lot of things in perspective, in my opinion. No, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, could you tell us about, um, give us a brief review of your, your normal routine, like for a school day. Okay, so normal routine. So I'm on the West Coast, so I have to wake up earlier to go to class because, uh, you know, it's on it's three hours ahead. So usually I'll just like wake up, you know, just brush my teeth, get like some oatmeal, put some fruit stuff like that, and then get ready for class. And then I end class around like ten or eleven, and then after that I'll just usually do some homework, you know, fix some notes up, things like that. And this is like during the week, but, you know, a few times a week I'll go and shoot because we have a park down there that we can go or or, um, we go up to my old high school, you know, shoot around, have some guys, you know, maybe play like a pickup game. Yeah. And uh, that's mostly what I do during the week. It's really just like about school and training and then weekends and I'll go out with some friends, stuff like that. And yeah, that's about it, really. Yeah, so, sounds like my weeks. Yeah. Well, let, let's talk more about recruiting. All right, we'll, we'll talk about recruiting. We had a, we had a slight little conversation before recruiting. And I think you were going on you were going on a run, but we didn't have it recorded. But uh, yeah, yeah, some of your tips to recruiting, um, no matter what the sport is, it's really about professionalism, respecting others' times. And I, I want to say one thing. I think. Um, I was watching a documentary about your father, and one thing that he always like stressed was respecting other people and like giving them their just and like and actually knowing your self worth. So I, I think you should know a lot about that. You know what I'm saying? If that yeah. if that's what your father was putting out, um, I, I could see that you had that same you know professionalism, um, like him. Exactly. Yeah. Like you know, throughout growing up, I've always seen you know people come up to him and stuff like that. And he, no matter who it is, he will always like give them the respect to like have a conversation. He'll never think he's too good to talk to someone. Like he'll literally talk to anyone that like starts having a conversation with him and stuff like that and gives them the respect to know like, oh, he actually like cares to talk to me. 
Yeah. And you know, like I've always been that way. Like I never grew up thinking like I was better than anyone or, you know, I was, um, you know, if someone's cool, like if someone DMs me, like I'll, I'm going to DM them back, you know, they say something nice. Like, I'm not going to say, Oh, like, that's cool. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, someone reaches out and they're like saying, Hey, can you, you know, jump on this? Like, let's say podcast, you know, I'm going to do it. Cause like, why not? You know what I mean? Right. 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 Definitely. So on, on recruiting, mm. what are your tips? What are your tips? So my tips for recruiting is, you know, if you have a college coach reaching out to you, you know, you always give them that respect to text them back because there's hundreds of other kids that could have texted, you know, and even if it's not a school you want to go to, you know, those college coaches are really close to each other. It's a tight network. So if one of them says, oh, he didn't respond and stuff like that, you're just going to be looked bad upon and they're going to make, oh, he has no, he doesn't have that respect. I don't want to recruit him, even if he's a good player, you know, and, uh, to reach out to coaches, there's a lot of coaches that will look at their Twitter or, you know, look at uh, huddle. And if you reach out, you have a good email, stuff like that. They're probably going to look at it. It's not guaranteed they're going to respond back, but you know, you have nothing to lose by reaching out and, and promoting yourself so that you can have that opportunity, you know? Yeah. My pal's friend, uh, she made us a whole rowing, index of all the d1 rowing schools and all the like division two division three so all the schools uh that had rowing and i made a template uh email that just said like Mm -hmm. essentially like here's my stats check me out here's my recruiting profile if you want to talk to me any further let me know and i just legitimately just put in coach's name the university i sent out maybe 150 like emails and like i i got replies back and then you know you know how the you know talks can further and yeah, some, exactly. Some don't, some might stop there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you just keep it going. So, yeah, like just not being afraid to reach out is probably one of the biggest things. I think a lot of times people think, oh, I need to get com-. like people need, like coaches need to come to me. Yeah, exactly. I think that may have happened like that. I think that may have only happened to me once. And mm-hmm. I ended up not picking the school, but like I kind of felt bad. It was almost like a girlfriend in a way. It's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know exactly what you're saying. But I had uh, two more things with that. Yeah. Also, like a really important thing to realize is that not everyone is going to be able to play Division One, So you have to really like keep that in mind. You know, there's only a certain amount of spots and there's thousands of kids trying to get that spot. So this goes into my second point. You could be the same athlete but if someone has a better SAT score or a better GPA, they're going to get that spot over someone that has a lower one, even if they're the same skill level athlete. So with that, you know, keep in mind that athletics do help you get into college, but don't rely just on your athletics. Like really, you know, do your best in school because there's going to be some schools where they're going to say, Hey, you know, your GPA is not the highest. You're a good person. You know, you're a really good athlete, but you know, it's not going to cut it. So you just want to, that's just going to limit your opportunities. 
student first, athlete second. That's why Definitely. we had to preach that, man. We had to preach that with yeah. the team. And luckily, I, I preach that to this day, man. Yeah, man. My my team, we had one of the when I was coming in, the team before me had like one of the worst GPAs. They had the least amount of team. And the whole goal of like us going in is it was a huge recruiting class and we had to change up the whole culture. So exactly freaking uh when it comes down to freaking academics a mm-hmm. lot of people a lot of people don't really want to be on it but you gotta be on it it's it, it's vital it truly exactly. is you're, you're in college like to primarily unless you're i mean you know there's also some exceptions to this but 98 percent of people like athletes are in college to get their degree you know what i mean so yeah. Could you kind of um break down how your recruiting process went? So my recruiting process was it was pretty smooth. Um, it was kind of like, you know, I had some uh, interest and in, you know some offers, and I was kind of seeing where I wanted to go with that. Because for a, a long time, I really just wanted to play Division three. Mm-hmm. I thought, hey, like, you know, I like lacrosse, but I don't really love lacrosse to put like, you know, to put in that much time and, you know, sacrifice my free time where I could be, you know, having fun. I, you can still have fun in college playing D1, but you're, you're going to be training a lot more than, you know, like a D2, D3. Yeah. And, but once my senior year came, that's when I just fell in love with the game again. And that's when I was like, you know, I really want to play like division one. Um, so that's kind of how it went for me. It was it was pretty smooth. You know, I know not everyone is their recruitment process is like it might be really stressful, but it's pretty smooth. Yeah. Where were the where were the schools that you had offers from? Um so they were mostly like because before um my senior year, you know, they were uh like Williams, like division three, and then some interest from like some other D- division one schools and stuff like that. But cool, cool. So you guys are in the Southern Conference, right? Yes. Uh, you guys play my alma mater now, Jacksonville. You guys play them sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, we can't really make any predictions yet. Uh, when when do you play? Uh, so we're supposed to be playing by spring twenty twenty two. Okay. So can't make any um, predictions yet. <laughs> yeah. For but, real. but without a doubt, we can definitely, uh, I mean, you could definitely really like manage the game. I, I feel like it's going to be where like freaking the fundamentals are going to be vital. Like watching film is going to be vital. This is really like your plotting year, which it seems oh, pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, it is. Cause right now, like we're the underdog. So exactly. they're not going to be expecting, you know, a certain level of like competition in a way. Yeah. So, but we have yeah. a squad, like we really, like I truly believe we have a, like a pretty solid squad this year. And uh, yeah, it's going to be exciting, you know, with this new conference and everything. Yeah, I feel that. Can I go back on what you were saying, X, man? Film is so important, man. Um, I'm a, um, I'm a um, football film coach and I constantly preach to the people that I train, watch film. You can catch everything on film. You can rewind and go forward. I mean, I can't stress it enough. I love watching film. No, exactly. Like, a three-minute piece of film, if you're really digging into it, 
could probably take you 30 to 40 minutes to really look at everything. Like personally, like my, like I used to just look at film and see just like, you know, just, just watch the ball and like the highlights and stuff like that. But, you know, once I was really taught like how to really watch film, it's like, you know, watching people backside cut or, you know, move around and seeing the little things, you know, how the defense switches and stuff like that. So you can kind of prepare yourself for, for like, let's say if it's for like a game you're playing against, let's say high point, yeah. you know, seeing how they work so you can uh, use that to your advantage. And it really yeah. shows like in a football and in lacrosse really shows like the elegance that really takes it like that the, the sport actually takes because there's so many moving moving numbers to it so like when i watch film and rowing what we're doing is really just critiquing like your you know your individual stroke how you're like you know um it just it just breaks down like your technique basically but on lacrosse like you got so many different schemes like i used to watch it with my girlfriend it it's like, man, there's so many moving parts and it's so cool to see. And then once you get to go see it, like compete, you're like, man. And the same with, uh, the same with football as well. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. So another question, um, your school, I mean, how does it feel, you know, to be going, I mean, well, you, you graduated, but how does it feel you see your school on ESPN, you know, doing good with LeBron James' son and all that? How do you feel about That's that? It's great, like something like not really this team this year, but teams in the past throughout like high school, I've known, you know, most of the guys, like they're really cool. So seeing them do really well, it's like great for the, you know, looks good in the school. Um, it's just like exciting to see, you know, the program continue to do well and, and uh, flourish, you know. And most of them are, like, really good kids. Like, you know, none of them, they might have, like, a lot of hype. But a lot of them are really, like, humble and cool guys, you know. So it's it, it's good. It's good. Yeah. That's good. And I bet. Uh, so what other, what other uh, sports are you a fan of? I really like, like to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a really big basketball and football fan. Um, same here. I, yeah, like that's just my thing, especially college basketball. Okay. I like college basketball a lot, and uh, I also like college football and NFL. So it's just kind of like I like that. I feel that. Uh, what's uh, what's some of your favorite teams in the basketball side? Uh, for uh, I mean, college or in NBA. College, um, no, I used to be a really big Kentucky fan. Okay. So, you know, we're not doing, like, the hottest this year. <laughs> right. But I would say uh, for, like, NBA, I'm, uh, I'm still a Golden State fan. <laughs> I used to be a – go, X. <laughs> I used to be a uh, – I'm not really, like – here's the thing. I'm more of a player fan than, like, a team fan. I feel that. I yeah, feel definitely. That. So, I, feel I used to – like watching the Cavs when LeBron was playing Kyrie. Yeah, that's our year, yeah. I don't really watch the Cavs that much anymore. Oh, no. We, hey, we, hey, we in Cleveland, even we don't watch them yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. I mean, we yeah, got, so it's, it's got to be a like really that. boring day for us to watch the Cavs, man. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah, it's got to uh, be a slow day. It's got to be boring as heck. Run on <laughs> TV, man. 
But yeah, I'm more of like a player fan than like a really team fan, except for like the Browns. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Hey, that's how I was. I mean, Kevin Durant was my favorite player. He was on Golden State. I would still root for him, but mm. I'd rather the Cavs win before he win. But I mean, no, I, yeah, when it came down to the Cavs and the and Golden State, even though I was a Golden State fan, yeah. I still want the Cavs to win. You know, which they, which it was they a win-win for you. Tip, so, yeah. Man, that freaking t- 2016 is just like, we'll just keep it there. Like, I'm cool with that, bro. As as a, as a Cavs fan, I'm I'm cool with that year. Like we, we don't need any more. And on the basketball side, on the football side, I definitely think that uh, the Browns can do something. I think uh, I, I would... the Browns go to the Super Bowl, man. I'm 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 there. <laughs> I will put my house up for sale. Headboard. <laughs> <Just get a ticket. laughs> <Ed> <laughs> no, Cleveland. Cleveland is Loki like slept on like the Indians. I mean the. You know, the Cavs used to be popping. Yeah. It was on the Browns. The Browns are starting to, you know, come up. They're starting that, to really come up. That's the crazy thing is, like, yeah, like, we've had, like, pretty – we've had some pretty good success, like, lately on with the Indians and the Cavs. But, like, Cle- Cleveland will not be, like – Cleveland won't be actually Cleveland until, like, the Browns start, like – like, if we could repeat – yeah, if we could repeat, like, last year and maybe add, like, another few wins – Cleveland would be like a whole nother city. I really put like we have amazing players, but it really just comes down to coaching. For real. Honestly. We got that new when we had the new coach come in. Yes, yeah, the Steph- whole Stefanski. environment yeah. changed. You know. Definitely. He set it up, man. Hey, he shout did. out to him. And I'm glad he won that up uh, uh coach of the year. He deserved that. Yeah, he did Actually, Let's give some credit to um Paul D. Podesta, the baseball guy, for hiring um Stefanski. And <laughs> if you look at it, if you look at it again, Stefanski should have been hired last year, but they didn't hire him. So I mean, yeah, that's facts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey man, this dude is a Browns encyclopedia, man. Cam, you want to go in? You want to go go on a little? You, just ask, you, you can ask me anything about the Browns when I answer your question. <laughs> Anything you want to know. So uh let's talk about this. Uh your dad has they, they made a movie about your dad with Amazon on oh, uh, yeah. Friday. Um, the, one, uh, night one night in Miami. That is so crazy, and that's American history right there. So it, it is. Well the crazy what, thing about that movie, man. I, I watched it in class and I had to write a report on it. <laughs> no way, for real. Yeah, I, I mean I'm like so it was like a movie. It, it reminded me of like a movie that I watched like back in school, like seriously. But I loved it. It was really cool. So isn't that so crazy? Like you loving history. Your dad's part of history. Isn't that crazy? Like yeah, it, it's re- like I don't think people realize like how um, the amount of things he's done that I didn't know about. Like growing up, you know, he might slip in of like little things and i'm just like what like how have you never told me that like that you know like how, like that is ins- like that is insane you know yeah like you know the group uh earth wind and fire yeah definitely he was the one that created earth wind and fire like he was their manager like created that whole group and i didn't know that till a few months ago you know what i mean yeah i, I didn't know that, I didn't know that either. <laughs> like new stuff every day <laughs> he, he has so much like 
history that you know he might not look at as like crazy but you know he tells me and I'm just like what like that's insane you know dude I think it's insane just in general like I think it I I, I think people will be like just in general like yeah like but no dude it, it's crazy um and I just wanted to know if you just could can you even grasp it sometimes like it's just like that's crazy Sometimes it's like it's just crazy because I'm just like I might be in shock like oh I like I had no clue about that like some of the people he was this is when I was little like when this is when I was younger but you know t- like when we would have conversations you know how he used to talk to MLK like that's crazy to me crazy. Like, that's yeah. like what the heck you know? I know I feel you on that one yeah, just all like the different histories civil rights movement all that type of stuff like you know having michael jackson come to the house you know yeah having uh card the you know like kardashian i mean that's kind of like whatever but you know. yeah, yeah, yeah no I, I got i understand what you're saying like it's just like uh i guess you don't it's like that it's like a big thing and like you're like oh like this is just my dad hanging out with dad but like yeah my, dad, exactly. my dad's got like but mj coming in like whoa what in the world it's like know? what the heck that i yeah, it's just wild to me no i feel you i feel you it's like it's like everybody in the <laughs> professional sports world sees jim brown as like their their dad kind of yeah grandfather figure yeah mm-hmm. Exactly. Like I see him. I like when I see him with LeBron. I'm like LeBron treats Jim Brown like that's his dad. You know, I see him. Yeah, exactly. Him all that. Definitely. A lot of a lot of respect and and you know it's it's cool. I think that's so cool, man. I think that's so yeah, cool. I think see, that's lit, bro. And without a doubt, bro, like you, like just like having this like experience with you, man. Just seeing who you are, man. You definitely seem like a person that like has his stuff in line, bro. Like it, yeah. I feel like you don't get. You just have like a solid, like uh, you have a solid establishment. You got a solid, uh, you know what I'm saying? If that makes yeah, sense. I know what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. You've got your priorities in line, and it's really dope. And I'm excited for you for next year. I wish you would. I wish you'd be able to play this year. I know. I do too. I really <laughs> do. Damn. Another question. Um. How does it feel, you know, how do you feel when you see the city of Cleveland and Browns fan, you know, embrace your father so much, you know? You know, how it's great. Really it, it's great. Um, I actually have a video. We were leaving. Uh, it was a game against the Vikings. It was a few years ago. And it was a little boy that was like, he, we were, uh, you know, leaving the game. and uh, We had like the, you know, police motorcycles just like going through people. Yeah. And a little kid, we were at this light. And little kid came up and he was like, you know, Jim Brown, Jim Brown, like this kid had to be like six or seven, like seven years old. And the energy that that little kid brought, it was like, wow, like this, you know, he played, you know, my dad played a long time ago, but like this seven year old boy, you know, knows who he is. He knows who he is. Yeah, exactly. Like, in my opinion, player, everybody. That's like the first player, like young Browns fans get introduced to. Yes, like, yeah, yeah. I knew about him when I was like a toddler, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, later of on, course, of course, you got like, the movies too. <laughs> yeah, then later on, I found out about like the movies, and they're like, yeah, like they're like he was like a predominantly like one of like the coolest like black actors like first starting out. I'm like, 
really? I didn't know he played. Uh, I didn't know he was an actor. And then you find <laughs> out he's a civil rights. Like, you're like, holy yeah. crap. Like, <laughs> but Cleveland definitely has the best fans ever. Like, just period. You know, if you can go to a Browns game and you, you know, have an 0-11 season, but, you know, you still have people coming back and still bringing that energy, that's a true fan, you know, who, oh, like, better. The bad and the good. It's loyalty right there, man. No, it is. And, yeah, you know, the, the, the respect that people give is, like, it's nice, you know. You see people, you know, really excited but really respectful. And, you know, he might not want to take a lot of photos with people. Yeah. But, you know, he's still going to do it because he's, like, you know, if I was in their position, I would want to get this photo. I wouldn't want to be, like, ignored. Because I've seen it. Like, there's a lot of, you know, celebrities out there who, you know, their fans are the ones that, like, unless they got them to where they – not got them to where they were, but, you know, the fans had, like, rooted for them and stuff. And then you yeah. go and say, oh, no pictures or yeah, walk right past and, and ignore them. And I'm just like, you know, well, like, why would you do that to people that – Which, you know, it's crazy in Cleveland. Uh, like, and I don't think it happens with your dad, but, like – uh with LeBron and like uh Bernie Kosar, like one of the quarterbacks from the 80s. Yeah, Dude, they used to be so regular in Cleveland, like people would just be like, Hey, what's up? Like they would they, you know what I'm saying? But I feel yeah. like but I feel like I feel like your dad, bro, like I feel like in Cleveland, like it just would be like, nah, everybody and their mom about to be over there trying to, you know, say ah, yeah. how you doing? That's true. So man, but, I'm not even gonna lie, I got this plaque. And my dad been pressing me, like, you got to get it signed. And I'm like, man, it's going to be tough, man, you know. I bought it, like, bought it like a year ago, man. My mom oh, really? It. Send, send that. Just send it. Okay, I will. Yeah. That's tough. That's tough. Hey, I didn't even see that. I want to actually. Hey, man. Hey. hey, I bought this in Pittsburgh. <laughs> 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 And it was probably looking at you funny, but, like. <laughs> I bought it in Pittsburgh, man. <laughs> That's pretty cool, man. <laughs> um, but other than that, I mean, so what are you studying at uh, Hampton? So right now I'm on the business program. Okay. So that's what I'm primarily, like, that's my major and everything, so. And then what made you choose, you know, HBCU? Because a lot of people well, are like, a lot of people don't, don't choose them anymore. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, exactly. I was, um, I'm not going to lie, I didn't necessarily want to when I was, you know, coming up through high school. Yeah. But after having, like, talking to my parents and, like, some of my parents' friends who've gone to HBCUs, it really came down to the support system and things like that. You know, you're, you're for a Black man, like, you're going to get supported better at an HBCU than, at, like, a, let's say a PWI. Yeah. Nothing wrong with going to a PWI. Like, if you want, like, if you want to do that, like, that's totally fine. But personally, for me, I wanted a school where I would have a connection with my teacher. I wouldn't just be like a number. I know, and yeah. you know, they're really supportive at Hampton. You know, the teachers really want to see you succeed. And you can't say that about you know some other schools. You know, there's also um, schools that that are PWIs that have that, but. I also wanted to be around people like myself. Feel that. I went to private school, you know, throughout my life. 
and you know it's mostly like white kids at private schools so I kind of wanted a change and I'm excited for it you know that's dope I I wish you could I just wish you could you know uh be in it you know what I'm saying right now and I yeah, get it with, I get yeah. it with COVID but uh yeah, I definitely think you'll enjoy your time without a doubt um so uh I had a question, another question. Uh, Cam, you could go first. All right. So, um, um, how did how did um did you kind of like grow up around like the Browns organization with your dad being an alumni? So I actually, you know, I didn't really go to a lot of like the Browns, you know, events or the games when I was younger, mostly because it conflicted with like school. Okay. Yeah. My parents wanted me to like not miss any school. But, you know, I'd still go here and there. And it was kind of funny because when I was younger, I would see all these, like, you know, older guys and, and just think, oh, they're just my parents' friends. But, like, <laughs> I'm, like you know, you look at a picture seven years later and you're like, wow, like, that's so-and-so, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. that's Ernie Davis. That's uh, – uh, I'm blanking right now, but – you know, you meet them when you're, you know, a little more mature and you're older and you're like, wow, like, you know, it's really good to see you. And it's like, a, especially like, let's say the Hall of Fame, going to those events, you see so many people Definitely. that are just like super legendary. Yeah. But I look at them like, you know, like kind of like family because I've known them for so long. Like, I know, uh, like they know me personally. They, you know, come up to me and say what's up, and we have a little talk. Like, um, oh, my gosh, he was on the Ravens. Um, Ray Lewis. <laughs> Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis is like a – he's like, you know, Uncle Uncle Ray. Like That's pretty him, cool. That's yeah, cool. like, I knew about Ray Lewis when I was younger only because, like, I, I watched, like, him play. But, yeah, it's it, it's great, you know. I love going to the games, seeing the fans, and yeah, I feel that. So I, I remember my question: uh, How does it feel? Like, uh, how are you? How does it feel to be like an underdog with Hampton? So, like, I know you're not playing until next year, but that underdog mentality is like you got to play all the cards you're dealt. You have to like perfect your game, and then and then actually help out your teammates. And your teammates probably have a lot of skill as well, but they also we you guys all have to just bring it in together and just fight everybody. Cause you got a lot of different, you know, competitors out there. So how does it feel being part of like an underdog team? Personally, I love it because it, it, it's like, we have something to prove. If you're going to just put your guard down and not prepare to play us, then that just makes me want to train even harder and really, cause okay. Sports is so, a percent wise, you know, physical, but it's also very mental. It's very mental and how you prepare, have your mind. And, you know, it's not just, oh, we're skilled players. Like we're going to go and just use that, but really having a plan and preparing that, keeping your mindset right for, you know, your opponent. That's a big thing. So I, I like the, you know, underdog type of, type of what's it called uh mentality mentality yeah because technically we have nothing to lose and only more to gain so 
I feel that. Question, I mean, a lot of people don't know this, but, like, your dad was, like, inducted in the lacrosse hall of fame. So, like, how, how is that? Does he does he go to games? Does he watch some of your games? Does he give insight? Do you ask for insight? Like, how does that work? So, um, yeah, he's in the lacrosse. I didn't know until a few years ago that, actually. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, he went to, you know, a few of my high school games. I didn't necessarily want him at a lot of them. Only because, like, you know, it's like having your dad who is, like, such a figure coming to your game watching you, you're like, damn, like, I got to play really good. You know, I can't sound like – I can't be looking like a scrub. (laughs) It was just, like, the games he did pull up to, like, I balled out. Like, I might have – I might have had, like, five goals or something like that. Okay. So – it was like I did like the pressure, but at the same time I didn't. I feel that. But I also wanted him to watch me play. You know what I mean? Yeah, I definitely get that. Okay, I'm I'm gonna dig into something a little. I wouldn't necessarily call it like personal, but did your dad ever like you know share the stories with you how the Browns moved and stuff, all the behind the scenes stuff that went on? Like with the Browns? Yeah, like how they moved and stuff. You know the Art Model stuff. Did he ever share that with you? Like, wait. Tell, tell me more in detail. Kinda like, did he? Did he kind of like have you? Have you explained to you like what how they moved and you know what was going on? Why he retired early? So basically, hold on one second. I'm just texting him back really quick. Um, yeah, he kind of got. I mean, I'm trying to think. The reason why he retired, from what he has told me is that when he was shooting a movie, the Browns were in training camp. And he was like, they were, you know, finding him and stuff like that. And he was like, okay, I'm going to finish this movie or I'm just not going to play. So then he retired. And he wanted to retire at, like, the top of his career. You know, he didn't want to be too old and then retire. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Years left, I know. And if yeah. you, a lot of Cleveland fans will blame Art Modell for Jim Brown retiring early. So, yeah. Yeah, he um, – yeah, I mean, from what I know, I would say it was kind of like – it was a finding, like, kind of like disrespect, like, just let me finish and then I'll, you know, come. Yeah. But, yeah. It is what it is, eh? Hey. Yeah. Hey, but it's also <laughs> – I also, okay, I learned this just doing some research, though, during the, uh, uh, just doing some research. Your dad was in this movie, and it was pretty controversial because he had had a relationship with a white woman. Isn't that kind of crazy to also think about? Because it's like, you would think that that's kind of normal nowadays. Yeah, it, um, I know exactly what you're talking about because uh, there was a, I found like a poster the other day, but no, that's in, like, interracial stuff like that was like, I didn't really like. I knew, but I didn't know how to the level it was. Yeah, neither did I. At. Like it was like you know, kind of a bold statement, you know, to do that in like a movie, you know. Yeah, it is at that time. But nowadays, you just look at it like it's normal. Like it's just crazy to think, you know, fifty years ago, sixty years ago, that was not normal at all. Like. 
Yeah, at all. Like, if you're a, if let's say you're a black man and you're with a white woman six years ago, you'd be looked at like Uncle Tom or something like that. Like, right. Oh, you know. I know what you mean. And then, and especially if you're a white woman with a black man during that time, you would, I think you would be looked at even worse by like white people. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And that, that's, a, that's one thing that's crazy. It's like a lot of times, like nowadays, people like think that they have it like so tough, bro. And, but then they don't realize like people like, like our elders and like your dad, like, you know, they actually went through like real stuff, like real tough stuff. And like, like we live real nice, like compared exactly. to how they were living, that's bro. That's so true. Because people don't, I mean, people really don't realize that if, you were in a certain situation, you could easily get killed. Like you could be killed or all it takes is for, you know, let's say uh, a black kid was at a white girl's house and the dad walked in. Like it's on site. Yeah. It's literally on, like nowadays. I mean, you can't, you know, yeah, yeah, that's not gonna you just can't do that. But then yeah. like you could justifiably like do, do that. Yeah. So, just like, yeah. I just wish people had more, I guess, more respect for like how far we've actually really come because a lot of people don't see that. Like a lot of people think that like we're still like trying to fight, but it's like, bro, we're in a good spot. Like, unless you want to go back there and try it out. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. There are so many people who like say, like, oh, if I was like, if I was back then, like I would have done this. It's like, nah, oh, you would not have done that. No, hey, oh, don't me, no, those people, like, I don't really like to say like. You got to like you're delusional to think, you know, going back in the '60s and the they're like, oh, I'd want to live back then. I'm just like looking at them like, do you know what happened back then? Like, do you understand like the things they had to go through? You know, <laughs> we're like in my mind, like in my mind, I think we're, you know, there's some things we got to work on as like community. But we have came a long way from that point in time, you know? Without a doubt, dude. Without a doubt. Totally agree. Um, how did, how did your friend, like, how did your people, new people you meet react when you tell them that your father's Jim Brown? I honestly, like, try to never, ever, like, <laughs> in any way, like, bring it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. I kind of just... They just find out and just like oh like surprise like because i try to i try to just keep like i don't think it's a big deal to me personally yeah, yeah. Like, i'm not going to go and say oh my dad so and so blah, blah blah i think that's corny in my opinion but yeah. i like to have genuine like genuine relationships with people who don't have like a buy of uh, biased view yeah exactly yeah. like oh like let me be cool with him because that's his dad like i'd rather yeah. be I think that's also one of your like strong suits, though. It's like, I I wasn't like inviting you on a podcast because you're Jim Brown son. I invited you because I thought you were cool, and yeah. you can't and you came off across that, and you are right now. Like, it's not a huge deal that your dad is like Jim Brown. It's a cool thing. It's a cool like yeah. your dad's an American hero, but it's also just like you're like cool as fuck. Like you're yeah. freaking like Thank you know you. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, I mean it's always cool to hear about the history too. It is. But without a doubt, bro, uh, we appreciate you. And, like, dude, don't be a stranger. Like, seriously, bro, we could do this more often. We Even if you want to, like, whatever. 
we were cool. Like, text me. You can like bring a friend just... on too, man. Huh? I said bring a friend on too, man. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I'll, I'll definitely bring a friend on. But y'all can just you know text me whatever, and I'll text you. And, you know, you say yeah. oh let's hop on a podcast next Friday, blah blah. blah. I'm down with it, you know. Definitely. I feel that. I feel like, that. You know, you know, I'm busy, but I will definitely for you guys. Like, you guys are like cool dudes. Like, I rock with y'all, so I'll definitely like you know make some time and and I'll always you know always have that for y'all. Appreciate definitely, that, bro. Man. Appreciate it a lot, man. Cam, you got any last question? I know you. You look like you're foaming at the mouth, man. <laughs> man, I don't. I don't got any questions, man. Man, neither do I. Do you have any last words? You want to shout out anything? You do you. Uh, no, I just want to say thank y'all for letting me come on here and uh, talk, talk to y'all. Definitely. It was a like, good combo. So. Oh, it, yeah, without a doubt, dude. This has been one of my favorite podcasts. Even because it was just like, it's so many cool aspects to it. So. The vibes, man. The vibes. The vibes are nice. The vibes are yeah. nice. <laughs> All right. Thank you, brother. Have Thank a good you. one, yeah. <laughs> Have a blessed one, man. Hey, right. peace out, you guys. We're peace, out. Man.